on Triple M Mining HQ. Hello and welcome to your Monday edition of Mining HQ. I'm Pablo Miller. Coming up today, Chris Lamecia, he's going to be sitting down with Amanda McGregor. Now, she is the Bluebird founder and ambassador. And Amanda continues to share her mental health journey and empower others as a result of what she has learned and is now available to all. Good morning, Chris. Pablo Miller, good morning to you. On the phone, waiting patiently, the founder of Bluebird Mental Health, Amanda McGregor. Hello, Amanda. How are you? Hi, I'm very well. How are you? Really well, thanks. Now, before we get into a couple of topics for today, now what's happening in Mandra? Has there been some expansion with the business? Yes, we are very excited to announce that we received some funding through an Australia Post community grant to actually expand our services to Mandra. So we um, have been out and about down in Mandra, connecting with the local community and meeting with all of the other awesome service providers down there. And um, it, there is a real need for mental health support for adults in Mandra. So we're looking at having our service up and running in January next year. Oh, that's brilliant. And just to refresh the uh, listeners of Mining HQ, at the age of uh, 27, Amanda was diagnosed with depression. She got over her depression and uh, created a business. What, what, a way to, what a way to get over it, create your own business. Yes, well, it was it was almost by accident, but um, one thing sort of led to another and, you know, there really wasn't any support for adults over 25 and, you know, I thought something needed to, you know, be done about that and, yeah, Bluebird has now been running, you know, for the last 10 years providing that peer support with a psychologist to really help adults to manage their mental health and wellbeing. Well, a couple of topics today you've chosen. Uh, this one, what a, what a ripper, boundaries. People, mm-hmm. people pleasing. How many times in my life have I people pleased? Do you want to expand mm. on that? Yeah, definitely. I think, um, you know, prior to my depression, I was just busy all the time. Um, I was running, you know, from one thing to the next. I was always available to people. I was always responsive. I was always putting people's needs um, above my own. And basically all my time and energy was going out into other people and other things and, you know, not enough was coming back. And that led to me feeling, you know, stressed and exhausted and then eventually, you know, burnt out and and depleted and depressed. And um, to recover from that, I really had to look at where is my time and energy going and I had to start to make some changes. And so two things that I had to do to start putting better boundaries in place was to actually tell people that, you know, I was making these changes um, and I didn't always tell people in the most polite way. Um, And then I actually had to show people, you know, through my habits and and through my behaviours. So, you know, I would have times where I was in a conversation with a family member and, you know, they would be talking about sort of incidental things like we took the cat to the vet today and this happened and something else happened and now I'm doing this and, you know, I didn't have a lot of capacity at a certain time during my recovery to deal with lots of just bits of random, you know, information. I'd have to say, I'm sorry, I can't really talk about this right now. Like, it's just, you know, too much for me to take on. Um, You know, I would have friends who would message me and I eventually said to my friends, I will read your message and I do appreciate it, but I'm probably not going to reply for a few days, but, you know, don't worry about me, I'm okay. And then 
there was a situation where I eventually got well enough to go back to work and I'd been working for a period of time and I had a relapse and I had to take time off and do a return to work program. And so I had to say to my boss when I did come back to work that if I'm at work, know that I'm happy enough and well enough to be at work. So please just consider, you know, business as usual. Or if I'm not at work, then know there's a reason why, you know, that I'm not at work. And it really helped just to explain to other people where I was at and how I was going. And it really helped then take the pressure off me because I could then just focus on myself and put my time and energy into doing, you know, what was best for me first before I then gave to other people. And then the other thing that I did was really just show people, you know, like I wouldn't reply immediately to text messages. I'd turn my phone off on a Sunday so people knew I wasn't available or, I would tell people every Monday night is, you know, when I'm at yoga. And eventually people learned that this is the way I'm, you know, living my life. This is what I need right now. And um, they knew that I was focusing on, you know, my own mental health. So I think we all need to learn how to look after ourselves first, do the things that support us, that make us feel good, you know, that keep us mentally healthy and happy before we then give to others. And um, there's a quote that I love that says, when you say yes to others, make sure you're not saying no to yourself. Now, I'm reading your notes here. Vegetarians don't eat (laughs) eat chicken. What's all that about? Yes. (laughs) I think um, when I was first um, diagnosed with my depression, I really struggled to understand what was happening for myself. But I also struggled with the fact that other people didn't understand. And because it was hard for them to understand, it felt like they didn't know how to support me. And so I was struggling to get the support that I needed and I felt like I was almost forcing people um, and trying to educate people in, you know, what I really needed. And so it is kind of like, you know, vegetarians don't eat chicken. It's just, they just don't do that. And so people who have never had an experience of a mental illness, they don't know, you know, how to help someone. So I had to work out how do I actually, you know, work with people? Um, how do I get the support that I need? And and at the time I had this belief that, um, you know, I don't need help, I give help. And so it was difficult for me to actually receive help you know a friend would send me a message you know just checking in and it would just make me feel you know sort of frustrated because of where I was at or someone would say how are you and I'd say how do you think I am Um, and it took me a while to actually learn that these people are actually just trying to help me and to actually see the good and the kindness in um, what people were offering me and then I actually had to learn to ask for support in a certain way. You know, I would say to my mum, you don't need to ask me five times a day if I'm okay. You know, just check in with me once and then know that I'm okay. Or if I say that I just need a bit of time on my own, then can you please just give me that time and I'll, you know, come back and see you when I'm ready. Um, Or if I just needed someone to listen um, to how I was feeling and where I was at, I'd say, could you just please, you know, listen without trying to problem solve? And that actually really helped me to start receiving the support from the people around me who 
desperately wanted to help me or, you know, my parents wished they could have, you know, um, taken the struggle from me. And um, I had to learn how to guide them um, to help me in a way that actually really worked for me. And I actually still have a card that a friend gave me, you know, 15 years ago that says, said, manicures, pedicures, I wish all cures were this simple. And it still just makes me smile and realise, you know, how supported I am and that we all need, you know, support from time to time. So whether it's, you know, your family or your friends or, you know, you've got a mentor or you need to see a psychologist or you find a support group, you know, like Bluebird, there is amazing power in being able to receive the support that you need in, you know, the way that you need it. And I think it's also that... um, gratitude that people get when they do help someone you know it's like when you buy the coffee for the person standing behind you in the line you feel good they feel good um you know it's a beneficial situation for everyone and I think it helps if we have built that internal support crew um to help us when we do have difficult times in life and um just makes our journey that much easier now, Amanda, if our listeners want to get in touch with you, maybe they're feeling isolated or just want to have a chat, what, what's the best way to go? Yeah, jump onto the Bluebird website, so bluebird.org.au. Um, there's an email on there or there's a registration form they can fill out if they're interested in attending a Bluebird meeting and our administrator will get in touch with them um, within 24 hours and um, find out what they're looking for. Well, we always appreciate your time. Thank you, Amanda, for being on Mining HQ. No worries. Thank you so much. For the very latest mining news in WA, stream the Mining HQ podcast. Available now on the Listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R.